0: To be behind the microphone and defending someone who's unpopular—it's not easy. But if you're going to do that, you got to do that. You don't try to mock the victims, mock the parents. <clears throat> do kind of like a, a soft-handed approach defending the coach, Dan York's position. And by the way, I, I also want to say this: he's who he is. Um, it's it's. The station that allows him to operate in that fashion. So I'm not saying you, you know, it's not human nature that you allow people to just call up and and pummel you into submission. I'm not suggesting that. But I'm saying if if you're going to present one side of an equation, and then you put a phone number out there, and then parents and victims are trying to say, hey, wait a minute. You know, you're skimming over, you're not presenting this accurately. Uh, I mean, that's that's agenda-driven, right? I mean, it, there's no other way to look at it. That's you're trying to create a narrative. And so if you're trying to create a narrative that this guy is a friend of yours, it's harmless, then then just be forward about that, right? And create create the narrative on that. And And, and what I mean is defend that you're going to, or just, you know, alert people you're going to create the narrative. But let me just, I'm going to sum this up this way. And I say this, and I'm so glad I had Dan McGowan on from the Boston Globe the other day. <clears throat> and he he currently is a little league coach, as I've said. You know, I have I was basketball coach, soccer coach, and when I did that, you have to go to a class. They walk you through various things, and a big part of this, you know, to be honest with you, folks, a lot of this is many of the things they suggest are to protect. By the way, this is also to protect a teacher, protect a coach, this day and age, protect a member of the clergy, um, protect anyone, you know, I should think about anyone that may be even uh, a lot of companies just within the workplace have set up glass doors so they don't have closed door meetings. I think it's interesting the school committee of Kingstown is going to have a closed door meeting on this whole situation, but let me just stick with the coach and the teacher thing for a moment. Many rules and guidelines that have been set up are done for the purpose of, of basically protecting the individual, the teacher. So and, and, and let's just be very clear about this. This situation that that fathead was trying to gloss over and, and laugh about and said, you know, it, it's hard to imagine if I didn't hear it for myself, I wouldn't believe it. But you can go to the website, topetro.com and you hear the audio. He even says if it was him and his friends, they would have laughed it off. <clears throat> he was laughing about it, saw really nothing wrong with it. He also, then he's taking a shot at the kids. Well, I wasn't fat in high school. Well, you know, a lot of these kids, they're basketball players. They're not heavy set. This, was, this, this wasn't a real test. This wasn't a real body fat test. I'm, I'm You know, I'll tell you some different angles with this. So number one, let, let's just be very clear about this. If you are a responsible coach, and I'm not arguing with the success that the basketball team has had. North Kingstown, uh, it's a big town. They've had success with the program, with the basketball program. I have no idea. I don't think I've ever met this coach, but I don't know. But this is not a reflection of whether or not he's a good coach or a bad coach. But let's just step back for a moment. You're talking about a teacher slash coach, because he's also a teacher. (coughs) And not once or twice or you know not this is like steady monthly year in year out room office office you're a grown man you kneel down you have 14 15 16 year old boys number one they're in their underwear but then you say to them allegedly are you shy or not shy and you can see the meme that we designed with uh, Idiot Boy with that. And if they, you know, you want to be the aggressive athlete and he's the coach. And so you say, I'm not shy. And so you, <clears throat> they would take off their underwear. Now, your claims, he would find that funny and laughed it off. That's just normal locker room. Listen, a grown man, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you right now. Because if, if one child said that the coach Touched him a certain way. Now, keep in mind, he's putting his hands between their thighs. He's touching their body, supposedly doing a, a body fat test. But let's just be very clear about this. <clears throat> let's just for a moment, hear me out. Let's, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Like this is some kind of legitimate test, right? Let's, I'll, I'll even play that out. The reason why you would never do this is because if, if one child... And they are children, by the way, 14, 15 years old. If one of them came forward and said the coach touched me right in my genital area, he touched my testicles, he, you know, attempted to perform a certain sex act on me. The reason why no reasonable, responsible coach teacher would do this over and over is because there's no way to prove that one way or the other. He, he put himself in a situation repeatedly, and it was known at North Kingstown School. And by the way, the, the question is, you know, this apparently went on at a school out in California. People have been posting about this. So your coaches, you're reading about this. But you wouldn't do it because if one student raised a hand and say, I went into the closet, and it was just the two of them, and I dropped my underwear, and he put his hands or mouth on my private area, there's no way to prove it one way or the other. That's why they would never allow, a school would never allow anything like that. Um, hear me out, and, and I'm very serious about this. Whether it be an organization, uh, no one would. We're not talking about someone that says, you know, the practice was canceled and it was raining out and the child's waiting for a ride, so I let the child sit in the car. Or the child's parents got a flat tire, I had to drive the child home from the game, and blah, blah, blah. We're not talking about this. This is. And I did speak to a member of law enforcement. And I'm going to tell you what they told me. And number one, they were disgusted, that idiot boy that was even being allowed. Now, I say that as someone that, uh, you know, I was on that station for 10 years. I, I have very deep ties and roots to that station in many ways. I was an intern there. Um, it, when someone allows that for three hours and sets up a narrative like, oh, come on, it's like somebody walking into the locker room and the guys are just horsing around after the shower. That's not what this is. This isn't a coach. This is alone in a closet and someone being naked. And like I said, there'd be no way to defend against that. There'd be no way someone very earnest could be saying, um, you know, that that absolutely didn't happen. And Listen, do I believe that, for instance, and I don't want to get too very, but in the priest scandal, you know, maybe there were situations when some people, not all, but realized there were money out there, were saying, you know, come to think of it, when I was getting a ride home from the parish picnic, father so-and-so put his hand on my knee. And, you know, there's a huge difference between that and what was seemingly going on with the former coach in North Kingstown, Dan York's friend. With these naked body fat tests. And I want to be very clear. I don't think it's, it's certainly nothing to be dismissed. It's nothing to say, come on, we're all jocks. We're all guys. It's a guy thing. No, you know, that's not. I remember, um, you know, there were guys that as adults, um, I belonged to, I won't get, but I belonged to a, a gym where you had to, it wasn't private showers. You had to go into the shower area. And I knew of guys who would not do that because they just never felt comfortable with it. So they were never part of high school athletics. They never got into that, Um, so they would never do that. But this is not that. I want to remind people, he was also a teacher. Um, What law enforcement told me is just based on what they hear. Notice he immediately went to another school. So this member of law enforcement told me that he believes someone like this is playing the numbers, is playing the law of averages. They know who they're looking for. I want to go to, uh, you know, Boston Globe did that movie Spotlight, and they broke the priest abuse scandal in Boston. And one of the people they talked to was actually, he was a guy that he played hockey at PC, and in the movie, uh, one of the guys from the Globe goes to Providence, of all places, but, and has lunch with him, and says that the guy broke down and started crying. And not even his wife had known that the coach basically singled him out, that this was the player that the coach you know, sexually took advantage of. So, and, and anyone that followed the pre-scandal You know, whether it be Father Porter or Father Gagan, they don't go for everybody. They're a predator. They know who they're looking for. Let's go to um, Neverland. Michael Jackson would have all the kids line up, as sick as that is now. And Michael Jackson would walk the line, you know, and then interview them in a sense. And he looked for kids that were quiet, quiet and shy father Gagan when uh, when there'd be a family where the father would die um uh, the priest in Boston he would show up at the house and be willing to take the boys for ice cream he knew they know who they're looking for is the way I want to describe it so in this particular situation where this person to me is very devious and they have enablers they have enablers like a uh, dan york who i would even say that this type of individual they, they they don't go for the team captain they don't go for i don't know i have no idea but they know who they're looking for is what i'm saying and when i say the law of averages if you you know if you are, are a guy and you go to a dance there's a number ratio that You know, do you want to dance? No. Do you want to dance? No. Do you want to dance? No. Finally, after asking 10 girls, somebody says yes. So the guy's like, all right, I get it. I have to go through 10 no's and then I get a yes. It's the way the law enforcement person explained to me, and I believe the Rhode Island State Police will get involved in this investigation, is they know who they're looking for. But here's the thing. You need all these other people to keep it kind of legit and above board, right? Like, It's not just one kid that's getting the body fat test. You do a bunch of kids and you don't make a move on everybody. The individual knows kind of who they're scouting out, right? Who they're going for. Um, Not to get too graphic, but if if there is a 15-year-old, 16-year-old boy, what have you, and you're in the closet naked, And suddenly the young man is uh, aroused and maybe allows the coach to do something where this is delicate and difficult. Is the question is all these years later. Here's how devious that mind is. All these years later is... See, with the pre-scandal and, and, say, with the spotlight of the Boston Globe, they went through reports where there had been allegations, right? So then they were contacting the victims. So um, in this particular situation, you would need someone who was a student at North Kingstown High School <clears throat> who went into the room with the coach slash teacher, York's friend. And allowed the coach to perform an act on them. You would need that individual now to come forward and say, it happened to me. Now, the only thing about that is, is now it becomes, when was this, right? Oh, it was... Twenty twelve or twenty ten or I don't know two thousand eight. What day was it? I I don't remember. You know now suddenly the Chrissy Blazing Ford. It was, I think it was October. You know what time of day? uh I think it was in the afternoon. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. It happened several times. Yeah, I let him do that to me. I mean, and what what would the coach say? Never happened. And there's no way to prove it one way or the other. I want to circle back. That is why there was no parental notice. There was no consent form from the parents. Folks, let me be very clear that in our public school system today, and it has been for a while, a child can't watch a PG-13 film without parental consent. A child cannot watch an R-rated film in school without parental consent. A child goes to the nurse's office. And wants Tylenol. They have a headache. And they have to contact the parents. I've gotten that phone call. Your daughter's here. She's got a bad headache. With your permission, can I give her Tylenol? So Dan York wants you to believe, based on what I just told you, that somehow it's acceptable for a teacher slash coach to take a young man into, it's like some kind of an AV room, audiovisual, or closet off his office just the two of them in there stripped down first of all it's bad alone bad enough the kid would have to actually even just be in his underwear but we'll just go with that but the fact of you shy or not shy oh you're not shy boom the underwear comes off it it, it's just inconceivable and i understand when north kingstown police who i've spoken with off the record Say None of it sounds good to them. None of it makes sense to them. Seems like the guy knew exactly where the line was. What's missing here is you need that other party to come forward. And and what one police officer told me was, you know, even if five former players step forward and say yes, He did that to me. I allowed it. I don't know. I was young. I was frightened. I wanted to play. I wanted to play on the team. I wanted more playing time. I sat on the bench. He never played me. I let the coach perform a certain act on me. And the next thing you know, I was in the starting lineup. Right? There's a quid pro quo. But the police said, you know, this is someone in their mind very calculating. But... I find it, um, it's beyond disturbing that someone, you know, that's what happened with Dr. Larry Nassau, who was, right, who was with the, the gymnastics coach, who, hey, you know, that's just, he's, he would, he would be touching those gymnasts with, with the parents in the room. You know, they, as I said, they, as I said, one member of law enforcement said to me there, he said, they're shopping. They're browsing. They know who they're looking for. So he knows he wants student, you know, X. So he knows student X will let him perform a certain act on that student. So he schedules, he's going through, you know, let's just say he, it's, it's number 10. Just to use a number. Stay with me here. He He's going through. you got to go through one through nine. And then he knows once a month he's going to check the body fat. And student number 10 is going to allow him to do such and such a thing. That's the way it was described to me. So in um, and, and one member of law enforcement I spoke to actually made a very good point and said, you know, during, as I said, the pre-scandal, <clears throat> they don't target the straight-A student who is with the two-parent home. They don't target the class president. They don't target the captain of the team. They go for the quiet, kind of shy. Like, you know, shy. That's, look at the word, shy, not shy. They, they go for, oh, there's, you know, single mom, father's not in the picture, it's kind of quiet kid, keeps to himself, doesn't seem to have a lot of friends. You know who are they gonna believe? The championship coach, who's buddies with Dan York? Are you kidding? The two of us? Not a prayer. Come on, it's just guys playing. You know, playing whatever the snap in the towels in the locker room. You know, nothing like a bunch of guys getting naked around each other. Whatever that's supposed to mean. Um, they don't go for. They're the two parents at the game. They don't target that type. That's the way it was explained to me. Now I want to be very clear. I am unaware, I am unaware, it hasn't been made public, I should say, if there's any student that has told a story that goes more than what we've heard so far, which is just that these, first of all, I don't believe that they were real tests, I don't believe that, I don't think that was the mechanism, that wasn't the, come on, you don't need to do that, you don't need to get them naked, if you're getting them naked and you're kneeling down in front of them, do I have to be even clearer than that? into, and I can talk code, you know exactly what I mean, into the Lewinsky's position. Um, As as disturbing as that may be based on the circumstances of an adult man, coach slash teacher, and a young, very nervous, maybe boy. But I want to be very clear, there's been no accusation about that. But the way it was explained to me is... You would need someone now to come forward. And what is very unfair to Dan York's friend, former coach Aaron Thomas, is in this, what I really don't understand. This went on for years, month after month. People knew about it. Teachers knew about it, looked the other way. Other coaches knew about it, looked the other way. Um, That's why in some ways it was able to get away with it. But what is so unfair about this is if someone now came forward and said, I was there, it was whatever, I was 14 years old, the coach did something to me, there's no way to prove it one way or the other. There isn't, because there were two people in that closet, right, as the naked fat test was going on, just to circle back, but to defend it. To mock the people, as Pork Boy did, to to laugh about it, and also, and I'm gonna just say this, um, to not allow victims or parents on to counter the narrative you're trying to run. That that is um, that's it. That's agenda. That's I don't understand the agenda. That's that's a different agenda. That's the type of person you're trying to protect. You want to put out the narrative that there's nothing wrong with it. If that had been me. We would have laughed it off. Like, what's all this? What's all this about? Come on. The guy, you embarrassed them enough. Leave him Why? I, I don't. I don't get that. And wh- what I mean by narrative is, and I, I don't know if I have to explain this, but, you know, if you've watched MSNBC, and I'm going to play some of the sound the past few days, their narrative is Democrats need to do something because Republicans are fooling people about critical race theory and it's not real. And the people that voted in Virginia are racist and blah, blah. That's their narrative, right? So when Coach Aaron Thomas, former coach, uh, pal York, pork boy, is on air trying to mock it, blow it off, he's setting a narrative. Basically, this is much ado about nothing. Come on, Guys go to the locker room all the time. I was at the club the other day, did my workout, got undressed, went in the shower, a bunch of us guys. Come on, it's not the, that that's not what this is. That may be a narrative someone is attempting to create, but there's a power dynamic. Um, folks, I, I think I have a pretty good sense of humor, especially if you check to Petro.com, where uh, one of the members of Petro.com quickly came up with a meme of. Uh, Pork boy, the two guys together. Yeah, shy, not shy. Let's get naked together. The real fun begins when the towels come off in the steam room. I mean, it reminds me of that Congressman NASA. Remember that guy or NASA from Long Island where all these stories are coming out about him in Washington. And he was on that famous interview with Larry King. But Larry asked, I guess I should ask you, are you get? with Larry asked him, and the guy's like, come on, Larry, bunch of guys on a submarine, we used to play all kinds, that's a Navy, you know, just a little horseplay between Navy guys on a submarine, we'd go pickpile, and we'd start tickling them, and then we had a game where you, you know, put things in the show, I mean, it, it's just, it's it's very, um, like the scene, in the movie Airplane, where, you know, the pilot brings the kid in and he's saying, so, do you ever like, uh, you know, hey, Jimmy, do you ever like grown men naked or Turkish baths? So, I mean, that's what we're talking about. But I have to admit, I even I was surprised <coughs> um, that that someone would, maybe I shouldn't be, maybe in this day and age, maybe we shouldn't be surprised um, that someone would, in fact, be uh Laughing about it or dismissing it in that way. Folks, this portion of the program, again, go to the website. We have a lot of information there, and we will be posting a lot more over the next few days. Is brought by Centerdale Revival. Now, listen, I want you to stop in there this weekend. Comfort Food Cocktails, Shane runs such a great place, located 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. A great drink or meal is waiting for you at Centerdale Revival. And again, winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. So that's a bizarre twist. It is. And for anyone that wants to dismiss it, uh, I, I don't think it is something to to be dismissed. And I, I don't want to go on and on about it, but the biggest thing in, in this day and age, as I've said, is if there is a teacher, you know, teachers are warned, have to be careful if in fact uh, being alone with a child and coaches are, are taught that and, and a big part of that is, in fact, <clears throat> um, it's to protect the teacher, it's to protect the coach, it's to protect the scout leader, it's to protect the priest, uh, because, as I've said, in this particular situation, if anything ever then was revealed. The, the tough thing about this is there's, there's no way to, um, to prove it one way or the other. And, and that's why, you know, when, when you're going to be a coach and you go through a class where they do, you know, they do a BCI check. Why do they do the BCI check? They do, do the BCI check because years ago they'd allow people to be coaches who they'd find out that they had records of doing things like this. So now you have to have a BCI check. Um, when when they say if you're a coach, you want to make sure you're never alone with a child, they're not doing that to quote, you know, in, in Dan York's mind, it's like, that's taking out all the fun, part of the fun. Like, my God, this is like Jerry Sandusky, Penn State. Oh, he was just working with the kids on football. No, he wasn't. No. Jerry Sandusky, who was at Penn State, uh, <clears throat> instead he had a different agenda, and uh, and that went on. And Joe Paterno was seemingly unaware of it. And think of that—he was Penn State, he was Penn State defense. So I don't want to hear. And I'll you know there are people, and by the way, there are still some people that try to defend Jerry Sandusky. And trying to say it was all about nothing. Listen, we, we know what's normal. We know what's not normal. And what is so unusual about this situation, and one of the reasons why I want to be very clear, I think Channel 12 reporting on this has been very strong. I have mentioned the Boston Globe reporting on this has been very strong. I see ABC6 is getting into the act. One of the reasons is because this could be going on, and it's most likely is going on in other places. And sometimes people read about this stuff. And then they employ that type of scheme. But I want to repeat. This stuff is done. To protect the coach or the teacher. Because in this situation. If someone makes an accusation. There's no way to prove right, right or wrong. And when you had. The um, scandal in the Catholic Church. The, there, you know, that was that was very difficult for people. And if you saw the movie Spotlight, um, there were there were men that it was affecting as they were adults, and it led them to drinking problems. It led them to drug abuse problems. It led them to attempted suicide. They thought that maybe there was something wrong with them. There are some people that try to suppress certain feelings and they felt like, you know, it's a a lot of self-hating. And why did that guy pick me? And, you know, I I mean, it's there's, there's nothing remotely humorous about it. And and I'll tell you what's really cowardly about that fathead columnist for the Valley Breeze York is Again, I'm I'm going to I I don't know this but I know another media outlet that also heard from parents and victims that wanted to challenge this individual who was on the radio yesterday afternoon and and he wouldn't let them come on to challenge what he was saying. Now that I mean that is another level of cowardly. That is another level. I mean that's so egregious. Like I said, you want to defend the guy Bring bring them on and and you can't go both ways. You know, I don't know, but I don't see a big deal and I don't want to come off like I'm defending him, but I would have laughed about it. And I don't want to say that, you know, that I'm not condoning this, but if it was me and my friends. We would have been naked with the coach and laugh like you can't. You know, you can't have it both ways. Um, you want to defend him. He's a friend of yours. You admire him as a coach. You think, I don't see anything wrong with then. Then defend that. Defend it. Then say, you know, here's what I also think should happen. Is the former coach Aaron Thomas and Dan York, they should do a reenactment. where Here's what they should do. It's radio. No one would see. Um, Thomas should go into wherever York is, studio or wherever, kneel down. They could do this live on the air. York gets naked, has the guy do this body fat test, was pinching his skin, and then see what it's like. If, In other words, if it's no big deal to York and it's totally harmless, then have the coach perform it on you and see if it's, like you said, then why not? No one would see it. It's radio, right? So you could do that. Then reenact it. So, and see whether or not him kneeling down in front of you while you're naked, pinching your thighs, pinching your buttocks, touching different parts of your body. Hey, then, then, then you could say, you know, I went through it and I don't see what the big deal is. However, if in fact, and if it's not a big deal, then why wouldn't you agree to do that? Why not? So, unless you start to think this is a little odd. And couldn't this test be done with me in my gym shorts and T-shirt? All right, I'll even, fine, take the shirt off. But gym shorts. Uh, Maybe we have another coach sit in just to make sure everything's above board. You don't have to announce to the kid why you're doing that. But now picture that you're 14. Now picture you're 15. Now picture also, by the way, that this is the person that could decide whether or not you play on that basketball team, whether or not you, you know, maybe really develop as an athlete, whether you get an A in the class, there's a real power dynamic going on. This is not, you know, go to the doctor, turn your head and cough type of thing. Um, <clears throat> This is someone, oh, he's shy. All right. Well, guess who's not playing tonight? We have a big game tonight against Narragansett. Guess who's not playing? I don't need shy players. I need aggressive players out there. There's no room. Shy players don't rebound. Shy players don't dive on the the floor, the gym floor for a loose ball. Shy players don't play aggressive defense. Shy players don't drive to the hoop. I need aggressive non-shy players. There's the message. So that's what should happen the columnist for the Valley Breeze, radio host, let him do a reenactment and see if it's the big, no big deal that he says it is. And by the way, if the coach is used to doing this, and are you kidding, I've done this fat test on hundreds of boys, well, then it should be no big deal. Then it's just, you know, then it's like uh, another guy that you're doing the body fat test on, and both of them. Right? Birds of a feather, peas in a pod. If it's no big deal for York, then he should have no problem having the coach do the fat test on him. Maybe he could also test his head. And if the coach, what are you talking about? That's I don't get aroused by this. I'm just trying. Then he should have no problem. I don't know why the two of them haven't gotten together to show that there's no big deal about it. Unless there is a big deal about it. Folks, right now, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. You know, many times I like to tell you that you get, by listening to the program, watching on Facebook Live, that you get exclusive content. I am very confident today that I can tell you you're getting exclusive content. Because I think a lot, and I get it, it's the norm. The norm is you normally don't say anything. For instance, the other people on the station won't really go after him. Other columnists of the Valley Breeze, I'm sure, don't want to mention him. Other people, you know, he knows the people at Channel 12. Probably feels he's protected from um, the people at Channel 10 because of Gene. But to me, Dan York's reaction on this to me, it's reminiscent of it. If you remember, it was basketball coach Bobby Knight that one time said that if a woman found herself in a situation she was where she was about to be sexually assaulted. And Bobby Knight said, I believe his quote was that she should just basically, not to be too graphic, but lie back and enjoy it. That's what he said. And to me, that's basically what York is saying you're a young guy hey listen you want to be an athlete and it's just guys if the coach wants to get naked and he's gonna kneel in front of you like hey so be it i got nothing to hide i'm hanging in the wet el rongo because i'm telling you what i've heard from law enforcement is they're playing a numbers game or they already have who they're looking for the rest are just collateral right the rest are just flying through It's like you know who you want to hire, but you still got to post the job. You still got to interview people, right? Anyone that's listening right now, especially in a big company, you know who it is you want to hire. You know who, and that's who you're going to hire. However, you got to post the job. You got to go through the resumes. You got to go through interviews. And then what do you do? You end up hiring the person you want to interview in the the first place. Kind of what it is. The way it was explained to me. They know who they want. They know who they're going to target. I had one victim tell me it was monthly that they had to do these, these uh, body fat tests. So is a 15-year-old guy going to come forward, step forward, and say, you know, the coach did such and such to me, da-da-da? How are you going to prove it? Probably not. Family would have to move. Family would have to move. He, I don't. That would be very difficult, very difficult. And, and look what's been going on in North Kingstown. They still didn't tell people about it. Look at the superintendent. They hid it. They knew this was going on three years ago and did nothing about it. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by It's Coogan Heating. It's Coogie. Folks, call them today. 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan Heating. Helpful. Trustworthy, reliable. Listen, the heating season is here. Call R.E. Coogan and Heating today, 401-732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating, and the website is R.E. CooganHeating.com. Com. Remember, as Cook says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. 401-732-6562 for R.E. Coogan and Heating. And, folks, this portion of the John DiPietro Show, I also want to remind you, is brought to you by CBD Store Warwick. 1845 Post Road in Warwick. Pop in for adults. Maybe, listen, this is a stressful time. And a lot of people have anxiety and a lot of people have trouble sleeping or pain or seizure. Pop it and see Michael, Natural Products, CBD Store Warwick, right across from Airport Plaza. You can find them on Facebook, 1845 Post Road. Either get one of these delicious little Delta 8 gummies that lead to a nice, peaceful sleep, all natural, or for your pet. Now, it's Friday. Do you love your dog? You do. Then you want to get... This is designed for pets. We use this with Little Rumsfeld, Little Rummy Majorkey. You put just a few eye drops either in his little mouth or in his food. And, folks, you know, see, here's the thing. Your dog may be trying to tell you, you know, that their tail is killing them. They From wagging the tail, their back hurts, the hind legs are, but they can't tell you that. How do they tell you that? An animal tells you that by they're just moving a little slower. Now, Little Rum... We found couldn't get up the back steps off the deck until I got him. Michael got me this from the CBD store. Now we put a few drops, uh, both in either in his mouth twice a day or in his food. And folks, it just number one, he sleeps better. He's relaxed. It releases it. It relaxes his little dog legs and joints. And wouldn't you know it, He. I can tell you firsthand, this will change your pet's life. Um, and if you are friends with a pet owner, get him some, especially an older dog. But he can bound off those uh, back steps and it doesn't hurt his legs. Stop it and see them. CBD store, 1845. And remember, if you mention Juan, mention the show, 25% off. Mention the show, 25% off. And he has tremendous products. Stop it and see them. Folks, again, we have exclusive information on the website uh check it out dipetro.com and don't forget dipetro.com which is brought to you by end zone sports pub now tonight they will have karaoke tonight tomorrow night end zone sports pub 960 mendon road in cumberland now on sunday of course they'll have football tomorrow they will on sunday they also have the nfl ticket and what that is if you're unfamiliar with it Let's just say you're in a fantasy football or you like to place wages on the games. With NFL Ticket, they go whenever there's a game where the team has the ball in the red zone, within the 20. So they have that so you can watch it at End Zone Sports Pub. Stop in. Dana Run's a great place. I love it there. Stop in and see them. 960 Menon Road in Cumberland. Now, folks, next hour, we will continue to talk about, and I'm going to play some more sound, of what's going on with – with President Biden, with the mood of the nation, it is not getting better. You know, it's funny. The Biden administration, led by former governor, now uh, Commerce Secretary Ramondo, at first, she tried to embrace the whole supply chain situation, right? We're going to fix it. We're going to get those ships, blah, blah, blah. Now they're trying to back off it. Now, Uh, they're totally going in the other direction. And they're being called out on it. The Biden administration, and they should be called out on it, are being called out that basically Raimondo and Biden are trying to say, well, it's not up to us. It's private enterprise and we have nothing to do with that. It's not true, by the way. A lot of the provisions that they've put in place are hurting that. So now, as far as Governor McKee, he is, I'll say this about the governor. He's in an unusual situation because he's flush with money. He is. But the mood of people is still angry. People, you know, folks, they are. They're, people are angry out there. I think people people don't like what's been going on in the schools. I think he's going to get hurt by that. I'm not saying it's even fair. But I think he is going to be seen as and he is the current governor. He's the one that's in office right now. He's the one that has the mandates. It is true that he has a lot of money and has been uh, piling money in. And I mean, it's so unusual that he has grants for this and he has millions for that. He can throw around millions. I mean, think of this years ago, they had no money right at the Rhode Island Statehouse. That's all the that's all the the uh, the COVID money. And the progressives, they want that. They want some of the money because they know what's best, they think. And they they want that money and they have all these plans. But I am telling you, I am telling you that that's not the more that Governor McKee follows the progressives, he'll do it at his own peril. Because they um, most people do not, as, as James Carville said yesterday, you know, the progressives, they're so woke. People don't like them. People don't agree with that. You know, there's a good piece in this morning's Boston Globe. What's the legal difference between child porn and child erotica? You know, I hate that these stories are in the news. But what is the news media supposed to do? There's a case against the Providence priest first under its new child erotica law. There's also a terrible headline, Rhode Island Catholic School President on Leave amid sexual assault allegations. Folks, my point, this stuff can never be taken lightly. Never be taken lightly. And the Boston Globe has a story today. Why was coach Aaron Thomas, um, friend of Dan York, Why was he hired at Monsignor Clark after being forced to resign from North Kingstown? Now, the fact that he immediately jumped and wanted another school job, a member of law enforcement told me there's the pattern. See, um, I'm going to go away from this situation for a moment. But the way it was described to me, and again, Dan York, columnist for the Valley Breeze, defending his friend trying to pass it off like oh it's just guy horseplay in the locker room Uh, but the way it was described for me was this member of law enforcement said notice with the priest scandal after they would be forced out of a parish um it's not like they had for lack of a better phrase but like a come to jesus moment like my god i can't do anything remotely close to that. I have to be in a situation where that will never happen again. And you know, like they're scared to death over this hitting. He said, notice with the priest, they'd be, boom, back to their old tricks once they were settled in a new parish. He described them, this member of law enforcement that I talked to, described them almost like a drug addict. Like they lack of a better, but they need the fix. So think of this. This guy gets flushed out at North Kingstown High School. And the first thing he does is get a job at a middle school, Monsignor Clark. And through the ridiculousness of the Rhode Island Department of Education, there was no way the Catholic school that hired him could know exactly what had happened. So as much as N.K. is trying to cover themselves now, um... Which shouldn't be in the the police officer that I spoke to off the record said it's not lost on them. That notice after this, he said a normal person would say, you know, this is really unfair. This never happened. And I'm going to make sure I am never in a situation where someone is going to accuse me of that again. That's not what he did. That's not what this guy did. What did he do? Boom, immediately new job. Where? Another school. Wants to go to a public school? They'd find out about it. Who, where could he go where they wouldn't find out about it? A Catholic school. Because they're not privy to the same information with the Rhode Island Department of Health. With, but, education, by the way. Which needs to change. Which needs to change. Um, I, when you step back and look at there's nothing about it that makes sense. The person was acting more like a predator uh than a teacher or coach and I also want to be very clear. I have no idea of this individual, Dan York's friend, coach Aaron Thomas. I have no idea if he was a good teacher, bad teacher, average teacher, good coach, bad coach. I know they won, but they also have a brand new high school and a really kind of Chains the high school. And when I went to Hendrickon, we got a lot of kids from North Kingstown, from what I understand, because it's a beautiful, brand-new, high-tech high high school. A lot of those kids now go to the high school there. I I have no idea about that. And also, to me, it's irrelevant. So what this is about was this whole business that he had going with this body fat test. Now, folks, it's 1259. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Here's what we're going to do next hour. Is radio only. Radio only. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, which is to I will be doing Facebook Live a little bit later, but we're going to break for the one o'clock news, get some of the news of the day. The power hour is next. WNRI, Winsocket, W236CW, W260DC.